This is the intersection of common sense and facts. This is where media bias ends and truth begins. This is where America comes to wake up. Two former intelligence analysts review the facts, connect the dots, and destroy the propaganda. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Wrong Think Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Wrong Think Radio. I'm your host, Aaron, broadcasting from just outside the nation's capital in beautiful northern Virginia. And I'm Alan, coming to you from the lovely greater Seattle metropolitan area. And this is Wrong Think Radio. This is our two-hour live program. It's actually going to be shortened uh, today because we've been having, obviously, some audio issues in studio. We had to restart the broadcast, but everything seems to be working fine now. So if anybody gets up on the live chat, let us know how everything sounds because, obviously, we're trying to work through it. We absolutely appreciate everyone's patience on that. But it was a big week, so we didn't want to skip the show. So, ah, yes. With that being said, uh, there are some things that are hitting the news right now, uh, but we will get to those a little bit later because there was an attack at a Christmas market, and there could be some interesting ramifications that come from that. But we'll dive into that in a little bit because it all sort of connects. Uh, This weekend, obviously, everybody spent with the knowledge that Kyle Rittenhouse was uh, found innocent on all charges. All of them. And uh, that has thrown a lot of the narrative through a loop. Yes. Thankfully, he was found. Thankfully, he was found innocent. He never should have been tried. This never should have gone to court. It was self-defense from day one. It was visibly and provably self-defense from day one. It was all on video. And the only reason that they dragged this through a court case over the last year was a political effort to try and destroy this kid and destroy the concept of self-defense against a leftist mob in the United States. And, and so what. So the, the biggest thing is, um, you know, there there were obviously a, a lot of lies told. Uh, surrounding this case uh, there's still a lot of lies being told there's been plenty of meltdowns of which we don't have really the audio on right now but uh, people can find them everywhere um, the the big kind of point that a lot of people are trying to focus on is uh, basically like hey you guys are going to get sued for this because there are so many instances of People um, in the media that are 100% just lying. Uh, Like, I mean, er everything, Uh, uh, you know, whether or not it was uh, that Kyle Rittenhouse drove with his AR, uh, you know, crossing state lines, because apparently that's a huge deal um, for no apparent reason. There was, uh, I mean, there's the whole gamut of it, right? Uh, In Mm -hmm. fact, you had you gave me an indication um that you sent me an article it looked like it was from the independent and it was it, it said that Kyle Rittenhouse had killed four black people and you said is this a, is this true your question was is this actually a real headline you know like is the yeah. independent this bad and honestly, I can't tell you if it is or not. I saw some people say it was fake. I saw other people say, oh, no, they put it up and then they took it back down. And the reason why I say I don't know and I can't tell is solely based on the fact that, uh, yeah, it's it's solely based on the fact that they've lied about everything else. So why not this? Yeah. I mean, it almost seems like some of the lies that were being told about this case and the Rittenhouse scenario were almost so ridiculous, I often had to check to think, okay, this has to be a joke, right? Someone has to have made this up. They, nobody would actually print this as a real story, but here we are. And they did do yeah. that. And so I guess I, I, I guess it's been the, the precedent has been set. Uh, so... I guess we can make we we can make a bunch of uh we can make a bunch of assumptions about what's going on in this uh, Wisconsin Christmas parade, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, let's just let's, do, let's it, just start throwing out various theories. I mean, well, just like what we saw, 
when it came to the whole uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, situation. Uh, fine, we'll 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 take a look at it this way. If, um, well, I, I guess I guess the best way to look at it is, uh, because the Rittenhouse verdict happened, and all I've heard the media talk about is how this apparently proves um, that blacks don't get fair justice in this country. And uh, there, there was actually a, a very specific headline um, that you were reading uh, to me earlier, which was uh, basically uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict shows how uh, protected conservative Christians, white conservative Christians are. Mm-hmm. It was something like that. Do, do you recall the actual wording of that headline? No, if you don't, I, no I don't. I just I just glanced past it. Yeah, but it's like that. That's one of the common things, right? Is it's oh, it's the the white conservative Christians, which is the evilest of evil in liberal land. The uh, racists. Yeah. So yeah. if you go by if you go by that, well, okay. So the we know that the driver of this vehicle that just slammed into a bunch of pedestrians, um, at a Christmas parade, um, we can quite directly say. Uh, that, well, I mean, obviously he was infuriated over the, uh, verdict in the Rittenhouse trial, right? Cause we just make these kinds of assumptions. Yeah. I mean, if we're going by the same standard as the media, then we would be totally right to just say, well, this horrible attack on a Christmas parade in is it Wisconsin. It is Wisconsin. Same Wisconsin. state. I would say, yeah, that's horrible attack on the creed is revenge for Rittenhouse being found innocent. Yeah. That's that is if we were going by the same standards, then we would say this was a terrorist attack on a Christmas parade uh, for vengeance because Kyle Rittenhouse was found innocent and because and and it was a terrorist attack that was entirely encouraged by lies from the mainstream media. And at this point. I don't know, listening to, seeing how liberal activists were treating the Rittenhouse verdict, I almost wouldn't be surprised if that actually is what this turns out to be. That some liberal anti-activist or Antifa or Black Lives Matter terrorist decided that they were going to take out revenge on a bunch of white people for what they were being whipped up into a frenzy about. Well, and to that point uh, comes... I guess I guess that's that's the other thing is if you went by everything that you read after Kyle Rittenhouse was found innocent, where were all the riots in Kenosha? Mm-hmm. We were promised, and I'm not trying to be glib here. Just we were promised riots in Kenosha. If he was found innocent. If you looked at social media, if you looked at Antifa accounts, if you looked at anything, it was there were going to be riots if he were found innocent. And then he was found innocent and there weren't any. Now, I find that very confusing because all of the people who would normally riot wanted to riot over this. Right? Yeah. And maybe instead of a riot, we got a terrorist attack on a Christmas parade. Perhaps. But I think the absence of riots is also something notable. And and, the, and and bear with me here on this. The reason why I say it's notable is I think that there were plenty of people who wanted to go out into the streets and riot after the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Yeah. I think that this proves that the summer of 2020, as we've stated plainly, this is the most succinct proof that you can show anybody that these riots are controlled from a very high level. Because riots in the streets of Kenosha would have only hurt the left. It would have only hurt the Democrat Party. Yeah. Like no good would have come from there being riots in the streets. Absolutely no good would have come from that whatsoever because you would have seen a, a city once again descend into madness and it would have been for lack of a better term, a win for the right. Exactly. Of course. And so the fact that there were not any, even though we saw how pissed you literally have people on MSNBC 
that are telling their audience that Kyle Rittenhouse being innocent is proof that the entire justice system is racist for some reason, even though there was not a black person involved whatsoever in this trial. Right. There was a lot of mainstream media outlets and activists that were trying very, very hard to push a narrative about the Rittenhouse incident that made it an explicitly racial incident. Everyone involved was essentially white. Now, but, but the way they were trying to propagandize people and lie to twist this into a racist incident was essentially to say all of the Antifa thugs that attacked Kyle Rittenhouse were serving the greater cause of anti-racism. And Kyle Rittenhouse, in defending himself against anti-racism, was perpetuating racism. So therefore, no matter what happens, he's the bad guy, and the child molesters and criminals that made up the Antifa goons trying to kill him must be good guys because they served the great the great power of anti-racism. And it's the same reason why they were why a lot of liberals were so upset with the results of this trial. Because any justice system that does not deliver justice along the lines of anti-racists are found innocent and racists are found guilty is therefore a justice system that is not serving the needs of anti-racism and is therefore serving the needs of racism and is therefore evil. Mm-hmm. Everything in the liberal worldview is thought of in terms of does this promote the cause of of what we're told is anti-racism or does this hurt the cause of what we're told is anti-racism and there is absolutely no principle no institution no moral no nothing that will they will not violate as long as it fits into that category they would gra- gladly destroy everything rule of law justice morality any of it is on is fair game as as for it to be twisted into that fight that they don't they're not interested in anything other than promoting anti and winning it's it's as a with us or against us mentality they hate the justice system because the justice system just proved it's not with the anti-racism right racist they hate kyle rittenhouse because he's not with the anti-racists they hate all of us who are awake to these things because we're not with the anti-racists. We're against them. Their entire mentality is friend versus enemy. You're with us or you're against us. And so in that guise, all of this makes sense. All of the lying, all of the reprehensible behavior, all of the, well, for the Rittenhouse case, all of the trying to threaten jurors, trying to demonstrate outside the courthouse, telling lies about the event, telling lies about what happened, defaming people's characters. That's all understandable when you recognize that they are that they are willing to do anything to further their cause and nothing's off the table. If you're with them or against them, it's all friend versus enemy. Well, and and it's just patently fascinating uh because i mean this is i never want to hear another liberal talk about disinformation i don't want to hear another liberal talk about you know uh, russian disinformation or any of this other garbage ever again ever Mm -hmm. again after this and you know what the word the worst part about it as I understand that there are a lot, a lot of people that are now paying far more attention uh, than than in previous years, yeah. but by far this is not the first time that the media has lied a hundred percent about a case. For sure, Michael Brown. There were lies in that. Yeah, hands and- up, don't shoot. That the in the court case, the witness admitted that that never happened. They still chant it today. They still chant hands up, don't shoot today. In fact, this is such an old tactic that Alan, one of the first things that ever brought you into the idea of the media lying yeah, was the Matthew Shepard case. And if you don't mind, can you go into that a little bit for the audience? Because they may not, one, they may not know, but two, right. they might not remember. 
So one of the things that we can see through these lies, when they lie about Kyle Rittenhouse, think of all the lies you saw. saw oh, he shot only black people. He, it was illegal for him to hold the carrying that firearm. He, he was the aggressor, et cetera, et cetera. And then the Michael Brown case. Oh, he, hand, he hands up, don't shoot. We know those things are lies, but I think the most important thing to realize is not everybody does. The goal is to make people, some people believe those as truth, and some people do believe those as true. That's the scary part, is they are is the is the campaign might fall flat with us, but it does make a lot of the country believe these lies to be true. A good example is the Matthew Shepard case. Now, this is a case from, I believe, the late 90s, where there was a gentleman named Matthew Shepard. They were in it was either Wyoming or Montana. Forgive me for not having this memorized off the top of my head. But gentlemen, yeah, I, I did spring this on you. So, yeah, the gentleman's name was Matthew Shepard, and he was a gay. And this gay man was dragged behind a truck. He was tied to a fence post and brutally murdered. That was sold on TV. I remember seeing this case. I remember seeing it in the news. That was sold as a horrific anti-gay hate crime perpetrated by all these hicks out in Wyoming. These Wyoming hicks just probably voted Republican their whole life, just brutally murdered this poor gay man for the crime of being gay. And that is what I thought that case was about for decades. The reality of that case is, and they knew it at the time, this came out in the trial, and the news never, ever changed their story. Matthew Shepard was a meth dealer. He had just received a large shipment of meth. One of the men that killed him was also gay, and they killed him for the meth. The news media lied about that case, and selectively presented the facts in order to push the narrative that there exists this great hatred of gays out in America that they, that we all need to do something about. I remember how that Matthew Shepard case was what I remember as a the starting point for a lot of the pro-gay activism that happened all throughout the late 90s and 2000s, where it was homophobia. That was the biggest sin. It was always oh, it homophobia. It's so terrible. Oh, you don't want gays to make it married? I bet you just want to tie them to a fence post and drag them behind a truck like they did that poor kid in Wyoming. They lied about the case so that they could have an example with which to beat everybody else down with. It was essentially blood libel against regular Americans to paint them as evil and hateful when the reality is was it was totally different. And that there was nothing of the nothing of the sort. This is the illusion that the media has trapped us all in. Now, anymore, I can usually see it. I don't I don't believe them anymore. The spell's kind of been broken. But when I look back, especially at high profile events in the past and dig into them, I'm you find a lot of the big high profile media cases that you were told about that were defining moments in the cultural culture war in America were actually contrived lies that do not resemble what you were told they resembled. And they're continuing that trend today. The only difference is now we can see it. But how much else have they lied to us about? They've been doing this for a very long time, and they have absolutely no scruples in doing so. Yeah, it, it's funny because I I picked uh, like I pulled up the uh, Wikipedia article on it, and I'm trying to remember because um, like in the case in the Wikipedia article, which of course Wikipedia gets edited by hyper liberals all the time, but mm-hmm. even in that, it, it claims that they pretended to be gay uh, to gain his trust so they could rob him. Yeah. But I I thought that some of some of it was like one of these guys had actually dated him. Yeah, I don't know, maybe they, one of the guys had previously been in a gay relationship with Matthew Shepard, and he was one of the ones that murdered him. It was about the meth. It was never about homophobia or anything else. 
but and, and but, that was that case. It's the same with hands up, don't shoot. They wanted to say that that was that Michael Brown had his hands in the air and this evil police officer just murdered him in the street. And then all of the forensic evidence came out showing Michael Bur- Michael Brown had powder burns on his hand that the officer had contusions on his face, that a gun had been fired inside the cop car, all of which backed up the cop story saying Michael Brown was punching him through the window of the cop car when he shot him from inside the cop car. All that evidence came out, yet they still pushed the lie of hands up, don't shoot, because it served them politically. Think about with the Trayvon Martin case. George Zimmerman's this evil, awful racist who just found some poor black kid and then murdered him in the street. When the reality, when the reality is very different, Tray, Trayvon Martin was assaulting George Zimmerman, and I believe broke his jaw. Any, but oh, George Floyd, another great example. Oh, George Floyd was just, uh, just poor, peaceful man. Oh, his neck was leaned on, and need. Oh, and he just was choked to death, choked to death. Oh, he can't breathe. George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. George Floyd was dying in the cop car before the video even started. George mm-hmm. Floyd would have died regardless of what happened to him. And the chokehold and the chokehold on his neck was a standard cop tactic used specifically because it does not cut off the flow of oxygen. Everything about that was a lie, too. Brianna Taylor. Oh, she was just some poor innocent lady. Oh, geez. She and her, she was getting in a like her boyfriend was getting in a gunfight with the cops. Every single time, this is all a lie. Every high-profile media case like this needs to be viewed as a giant lie designed to try and manipulate the, uh, the minds of Americans. Now, there's a grain of truth to a lot of this. George Floyd did die. Matthew Shepard was murdered. This horrible attack in Wisconsin did happen. All those poor people are, are dead or dead or hurt or in the hospital. But the motives behind it and the essentially story that we can take away from it is what the media is going to try to manipulate. And that's going to be where they're going to try to lie. The story from this most recent attack, if the story from that actually is radicalized Black Lives Matter activists tries to kill white people out of a sense of revenge, they're going to try to spin that into something else. It'll either be, oh, he was just, he was a loner. It's mental health. Uh, someone called him the N-word once. It'll be some kind of obfuscation to make sure that people only take away the mental story that the media wants them to take away. And that's what has to be, that's that's where you, we have to, you have to intervene. Is once the illusion broken, you'll go, no, they're going to lie to me. But people believe these lies. There are millions of Americans walking around thinking that Matthew Shepard was killed because he was gay, that Michael Brown was shot while his hands were up, that George Floyd was choked to death by Derek Chauvin, that Kyle Rittenhouse murdered three black people in the street and was just let off by a white supremacist judge. People believe that to be totally real. And the world they're living in, where all of these events are essentially in opposite town, is a simulacrum of reality that is false. And no mm-hmm. wonder we're having so much strife in the United States. We're living it. We are literally living in separate realities that conflict with one another because the entire point was to create an alternate reality that conflicts with the actual one. Well, and 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 that's what makes it. Um, no, that's what makes it amazing. By the way, uh, just just for clarification, the reason why uh, that information on the initial thing with the uh, Matthew Shepard came out was uh, Stephen Jimenez, who was the producer of a 2004-2020 segment, wrote a book called The Book of Matt. And its main premise of it was all of those revelations that you were talking about. So even, mm-hmm. like I said, even though the it's funny because the Wikipedia article goes through, oh, he was gay and he was murdered by these like awful people because he was gay. And there here's all the legislation that was written. There was hate crime legislation written in his name. He was interred in the uh, like uh, the what is it Washington uh, Capitol Cemetery, you know, like all, all of this stuff occurred, and then um, yeah, internment in the Washington National Cathedral, like all of this happened because it was in 1998, yeah. uh, and then a producer from 2020 was like, yeah, actually, I did a 
bunch of research and talked to a bunch of people. None of this is actually true. Yeah. He was in a relationship with this guy. Uh, it had been intermittent. This is like everything, basically everything you've been told was a lie. But yeah. to that, to that whole point is, so that that's, that's number one is the media lies about this stuff all the time. And they do it to reach a, a specific point. And I'm, you know, we consistently try uh, on this program to be as accurate as possible uh, and to make sure that we actually have the facts and all of that. But I'm so tired of having to sit there and knowing something like Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent and then having to wait a year and then wade through. Like that's the whole thing is everybody. I I just, I, I want to remind everyone people lost their jobs for donating to Kyle Rittenhouse's defense and Kyle Rittenhouse was just found innocent. Now, do you know why people lost their job? For donating to his defense? Uh, was it because it proved that they were evil white supremacist racists? Because they were trying to help someone who stood against the forces of anti-racism? It's That's exactly it. It was because if you support Kyle Rittenhouse, it must be because you're a racist. And, and so what, what actually happened was GoFundMe refused to allow any fundraising for Kyle Rittenhouse's defense. They took it down. Then a, uh, I don't remember the name of the site, but a, a, apparently a site that primarily does fundraising for Christian organizations allowed the fundraiser on their platform. And then someone hacked the website and then got the names of everyone who donated and then found out whomever with whomever they could found out where those people worked and then informed their employers. And there was a specifically, there was a police officer who got fired because he donated money to Kyle Rittenhouse's defense. The re like the reason why the hacker did it, the reason why this guy got fired from like the reason why his superiors fired him for donating to it and probably other people as well was all because they were lied to by the media. The media said Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist based on yeah. literally nothing except for he wasn't helping burn down Kenesha. He was hindering burning down Kenesha. Now, my question is what happens to that officer? Does that officer get rehired? Does he have case to sue the department for a wrongful termination? I would hope so. Because that's I, utterly ridiculous. I think that 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 given the situation, I think that when Kyle starts suing the pants off of every single media outlet that has defamed him and lied about him for a year and politicians and celebrities that those lawyers just move immediately into a class action lawsuit that includes people that were doxxed, harassed and lost their jobs. Yeah. And they sue that. And because let's, let's just be honest. It, what, one of, one of the problems that I have is, you know, one of the things that always feels like it, it hits us in the kneecaps is every time we want we see something going on like uh, big tech or uh, payment platforms like MasterCard saying uh, we'll refuse to carry, um, we'll refuse to allow our payment processor to be on your platform if you host, uh, you know, non-liberal things I don't like, you know, stuff like that. We're always told, well, the free market, the free market, the free market. This is something we always hear from from our own side on the right is, well, the free market's great. We, you know, the free market. We also hear free speech. Free speech is great. Well, one of the things that people have to understand on the right, one of the things that the conservatives, the establishment conservatives, GOP types need to understand is there is a responsibility regardless. Like e even if uh, those rights are inalienable, they're given to us by God, what have you, 
there is a responsibility, a societal responsibility that comes with those rights if you want to keep them. So, and I'm going to kind of go off on a little bit of a tangent here with this, but um, it, it feeds specifically into what we're seeing here with this Kyle Rittenhouse deal. For all of those people that want to throw ash on their face and get super mad at especially younger people on the right that are saying like MSNBC should be shut down and they go oh, I can't stand this new wing of alt-right people who are talking about, you know, calling the press the enemy of the people. Oh my gosh. Like this is, this is not conservatism. We just, we stand for free speech. No, you did stand for free speech. And then when it was being abused and you knew it, but you didn't want to get your hands dirty, you are the reason, not the left. The left has always weaponized the media for propaganda. They've always done this. You being lazy and not wanting to do the hard work is the only reason why the younger generation of people on the right are saying the press is the enemy of the people and they need to be shut down. It was your inaction when people were using, quote, free press to actually lie. That is why people go, well, I don't want to have a free press if it's allowed to just lie with no recourse. And so you have to understand because there are, I mean, one of the things that's been amazing in this situation is how many people openly, by the way, on places like Twitter are saying, I will pay somebody to murder Kyle Rittenhouse. There are people literally thinking about murdering Kyle Rittenhouse. Why? Because the media lied to them. Yeah, exactly. The media lied to them. The media radicalized these people. And people, it created a scenario where people were excited to get radicalized into this fight. They wanted something to fight for. They wanted something to feel like their lives had meaning. And what the media gave them was, you can be a foot soldier in the great crusade of anti-racism and anything you do will be justified because of how evil our enemy is and people gobbled that up and this that kind of delivered us to the state we are in now where there is a there are thousands if not millions of people across the united states that would happily do violence and horror to anyone they viewed as the enemy of anti-racism because they've been radicalized into that by the media, by the Democrat Party, by politicians, by all these corporate advertisements. And people feel good and justified engaging in exactly that kind of radicalism. The three men that were shot by Kyle Rittenhouse were rioting because of a media lie. They were out there rioting because they were told that the poor saint, um, oh gosh, his name just slipped my uh, slipped my mind. Oh, oh. that he, he he was the guy that was shot. He was reaching for a knife. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, so the whole reason that those riots occurred, and I'm sorry that I forgot the guy's name, but. He showed up at a woman's house that had a restraining order on him and he was harassing her uh, because she had a restraining order on him because he had sexually assaulted her and she called the police. And then when the police Jacob showed Blake. up, Jacob Blake, that's right. Jacob yeah. Blake was reaching for a weapon and the cop shot him and the media lied. Because that's 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 what the media does. The cops shot a black man. And so the media said, uh, you know, some black man was just sitting there doing absolutely nothing at all. And these these white, angry uh, cops wearing their Klan hoods and their MAGA hats uh, just open fire, you know, 
opened fire on him, killing him. Yeah, these cops just walked up and murdered poor Jacob Blake. Oh, it's so horrible. We should think of think of the horrible racisms that just happened. Well, and by the by the way, to to that point, uh, you'll see a lot of people talk about the murder of Jacob Blake. He's not dead. Yeah. He's still alive. Yeah. In fact, he was visited by the now vice president of the United States and called a hero. Just mm-hmm. remember, th- this is a pattern too. So the Kamala Harris was at his bedside calling him a hero. The police were called because a woman who was sexually assaulted by him. By the way, you can get like you can get the details of that assault. Yeah. Like it was not. Yeah. Anyway, he sexually assaulted a woman. She called the cops because he showed back up at her house. That was why he was there. But that's a hero to the left. Just like how all of these Hollywood celebrities, most of them stupid, some of them maybe not, are all celebrating. What what are they calling him now? Jojo? Joseph Rosenbaum? Yeah. The guy raped five kids. Yeah, he utterly dis. I don't know how he was out on the street and not just in jail forever. Yeah, like he was found guilty. This isn't supposition. This isn't anything like that. He he was found guilty. He had raped five children. Yeah, he is being called a hero be- because. The left wants to the left wants to make him a saint just to make the person who took him down a demon. Yeah. It, it's all about anti-racism. Jake uh Joseph Rosenbaum, child rapist, but he was serving he was serving the great anti-racism, therefore he's a good guy. The person the 18-year-old kid who is trying not to get murdered by the child rapist, he's opposing anti-racism, and therefore, he's the enemy. Yeah. So, I, I don't I don't want to hear any more about, like, oh, it's it's the, the right wing is just dividing this country. I, I, I'm, I'm not doing anything to divide this country. I'm not going to be upset over anyone I don't care what zip code they live in. I don't, I'm not going, you're not going to get me upset over the idea of someone protecting their neighbors from state sponsored terrorism. Mm -hmm. And I mean that state sponsored, these riots occurred and they were allowed to continue because the police were not allowed to do anything about it because the governor's a Democrat because it was uh, heading into an election year. Because having the cops crack down on it was bad. Because any number of reasons. Yeah. Essentially, the when the government when the, the government withdrew the police and basically said, we are going to allow these rioters to assault people, to destroy businesses. We are going to allow that to happen. It made all the activities of those rioters state sanctioned. The, B, the Black Lives Matter riots of 2020 that caused billions of dollars in property damage that killed dozens of people and maimed hundreds more, those Black Lives Matter riots and the rioters should be viewed as state-sanctioned violence against a group within the state that the state wants to destroy. That was state-sanctioned violence against a hated minority within the state and it's state sanctioned because they intentionally withdrew the police because they wanted that exact violence to happen against its own citizens that was state sanctioned violence against american citizens because they wanted the chaos and destruction so now with that being said we have this um this attack that occurred in, I believe, is it Waukesha? Sure. Um, in Wisconsin. We do not have a lot of information. It only happened a couple of hours ago. But 
what what are what are your what are your initial thoughts now now I'm, I'm prefacing this responsibly by saying we do not have a lot of information but i'm tired of waiting while the left gets to knee-jerk react because right now i just want everyone to know right now on social media so understand people are dead people were run over by a vehicle uh, uh yeah. many of them elderly in fact, the vehicle initially crashed into a group of elderly dancers at a, at this Christmas um, Christmas festival parade. or parade. So just understand that uh, people were just brutally run over. Essentially, um, it was a parade down a down a street, big Christmas parade. People lined up on either sides, bunch of people in the street as a parade, and a red SUV burst into the street and then drove down the street running over every possible person it could in this parade the last report i saw said at least 23 people had been uh taken to the hospital but i didn't know it but as far as right now i don't know if there's more details than that I, there's video of it and it there is absolutely no doubt from the video that this was an intentional attack on that parade aimed at causing chaos and destruction so understand that with that information and some, by the way, some, some of the people that were killed were children um, yeah. as well. Uh, the left is taking this as, well, maybe it was self-defense. No, th there are a bunch of liberals that got, that have gotten onto Twitter and are now essentially using the Rittenhouse case to justify this saying, mm -hmm. oh, well, maybe the SUV felt like it was threatened. Maybe this is a case of self-defense. And then a bunch of other people essentially saying, serves all those white people right for supporting Kyle Rittenhouse. So, so this is very interesting. Um, I just want to point out why, why is it that the left is, I mean, okay we could look at this and say that it makes it at least somewhat obvious that they're just trying to get their W because they're so angry over the Rittenhouse situation. Sure. It could also be said that, is there something weird that it makes it feel like since Kyle Rittenhouse was quote, our guy, does this random person in, or these people involved in this, uh, in this attack, um, do they identify with him? Is it that is this the left's guy? Is that what's happening now? They're taking ownership of it. No, they're essentially saying all they're all they're saying is something horrible just happened to a bunch of white people. White people are our hated enemy. Therefore, we are going to chortle and be excited about this because in the fight of anti-racism against racism, it is white people against everyone else. That is how the left frames all of these things. That is why when something horrifying happens to white people, the left revels in it. They chortle about it, that they're thrilled about bad things happening to white people because white people to them represent the fundamental force of racism in the world. They hate white people with a burning passion. That's why they're thrilled when horrible things happen to white people because white people are to them the only reason there is racism. They're the purveyors of racism. Just think of everything that these people say, and it's all coherent. When they say only white people can be racist, well, and if and if racism is the worst thing in the world, what does that tell you about their mindset towards white people? There is no amount of horror and violence and terror that they can will sub that they can see white people subjected to and feel any amount of remorse or sadness. Black Lives Matter protesters, all these antifa goons. They exist to cause suffering to white people. That is their entire goal in life. They are thrilled by it and they are enamored by it. That's why they are looking at this attack on this Christmas parade and saying, oh, it happened to a bunch of white people? Good. Yeah. I mean, so we we do know that I believe it was the driver, um, but one of the suspects is black so we'll start with yep. that <laughs> again i don't we don't i don't know what happened i'm not gonna have there's 
there could be plenty of knee-jerk reactions that this is revenge for Kyle Rittenhouse. This guy was radicalized by the media, and I'm not discounting as a possibility, but I certainly hope that this is some something else. I don't even know what it could be. Based on the video, It the guy gets drive down the street and floors the accelerator and continues to drive the car into more and more people. There's no way it's an accident. I would almost prefer it to be Islamic terror, if I'm being honest. Just, yeah, because you don't want to think that people would be so deranged by the media that they would go kill their fellow Americans. Absolutely not. I now, don't want to think that. From, from, but, from, an, from an intelligence perspective, um, there is absolutely 100% a pattern of Islamic terrorism attacking um, holiday festivals, primarily Christmas. Totally. Using vehicles. Yes. Yeah. This, this has, this has happened uh, before. It is a common tactic that's been used, used by both Al Qaeda and ISIS. Um, This is, so I will say that it does fit that pattern. It does fit that pattern. Now, whether or not I, we don't know, Um, you know, and we're not, I mean, I, I hate to say it like, uh, th- there is a, a little bit of uh, anger just from the left's reaction and all the lies that we got over the last year with Rittenhouse for us to kind of knee jerk and say, I guess we get to just make broad based assumptions like you guys did. Um, mm-hmm. But but to to be actually you know fair about it and from one of the things of which we are talented, um, this does have uh, a lot of the hallmarks of uh, of terrorism. They use vehicles, they slam into people. Uh, they do it during large uh, gathering events. They really like to attack Christmas. I, I believe uh, Christmas markets regularly were attacked in, I believe, Sweden. I think it's happened in Germany. Uh, this was commonplace. This was commonplace years ago. They all seem to have slowed down, and now they're starting back up. And uh, I, uh, I think everyone can um, look at the time frame of when those things were happening and then when they stopped happening and then when they started and there is a thread that can be pulled there. Mm. I mean, we didn't see a lot of terrorist attacks under Trump. It's true. Some did happen, but we did not see them uh, by any amount like what we did under the Obama administration. And here we are yet again with, you know, the man who was the vice president now, you know, pretending to be president and we may have it and that's the problem we this could be a terrorist attack so who are these people where did they come from uh how are they radicalized how come this is happening now um if if this was a terrorist attack is the fbi still going to say that quote white supremacy is the most deadly thing facing the united states of america or is it going to be islamic terrorism because people have actually been killed by islamic terrorism We'll see. You know, or or are we never going to hear about it again? Uh, because it doesn't fit the narrative. I don't know. I could see it going either way. I think that it's going to be... It's a very unfortunate event, and it only gets crazier from here. Yeah. I don't like how close that this happened. I don't like the reactions I'm seeing. I don't like to sit here and have to go, well, you know what? The liberals would just say this. So I'm going to say that this was an upset Democrat who did nothing but watch MSNBC and decided mm-hmm. to go ram a van into a bunch of people celebrating Christmas because he was angry over Kyle Rittenhouse. Right. But I'm going to be honest. I have been waiting for more instances of absolutely radicalized left-wingers, which we saw all through the summer, but even more targeted and radicalized left-wingers like um, James Hodgkinson, who tried to assassinate Republican congressmen that you never hear about. But you have somebody like James Alex Fields, who's attacked by Antifa and drives into some people. So that did happen. His car hit some people uh, during an Antifa riot, which, of course, we also saw in 2020 and that kid got 499 years in prison not because he was trying to drive away from being attacked and hit some people yep. it was because he was part of a far right group that did have ties to racism that's why he he went yeah. to jail for 400 years because he was a racist 
Right. He went to jail for 400 years because he opposed the anti-racists. Like, look, how many Antifa people that spent all last year trying to burn down the city of Portland that killed people during the Black Lives Matter riots? How many of those people have gone to jail and had sentences anywhere near near that? None. And they never will. Because, and, they, and they won't because the forces of anti-racism will ensure that their people are let off because they are willing to use any tool in the arsenal. They're willing to stoop to any level in order to push their narrative and protect their own and fight their war against us. Right. I mean, the uh, QAnon shaman just got something like 41 months in prison. Nonviolent. Yeah. They even said they even said he was nonviolent. All he did was basically get the most pictures taken because he was dressed in that ridiculous outfit. And then he sat on the speaker's dais. Yeah, that's utterly ludicrous and shouldn't be allowed. And there are conservatives that are like, that guy was an idiot. He deserves he does not deserve 41 months in prison. You're out of your goddamn mind. Not when two lawyers threw a Molotov cocktail into a police cruiser and the cops had to go back out and re-arrest them after everybody got pissed because they were let out on bail and they were not facing any charges because they were liberal. Exactly. But 41 months in prison for wearing a silly hat and being a dumbass. Mm -hmm. It's utterly ludicrous. But at the end of the day, this is all should be data that you should be collecting together to recognize the real world that you do live in, where these forces have sway, where they have large amounts of very well-financed political power, and you should be preparing accordingly. This is not going to go away overnight. And in fact, the only thing is it, this is all going to get worse before it gets better. Well, and, and I mean, a, a very big part of that is you need to remain active. And one of the easiest ways to remain active is to have the hard conversations with people that result in you not budging. Because that's the example, like the biggest problem I see with the right is that they will, uh, I I like to call it conciliatory conservatism. They always want to meet in the middle. Everything about conservatism these days seems to be about meeting in the middle. Well, I'll agree. Kyle Rittenhouse shouldn't have even been there. That'll be the nice thing because I just I, because I just told them that everything that they believed about Rittenhouse was a lie. But I'll give them a little win that I agree he shouldn't have even been there. And we need to stop doing that. You need to have the same hard conversation that they would have with you. And by that I mean every single liberal thinks that every conservative is some dumbass Bible thumper who listens to Tucker Carlson all day and Fox news and is a deranged screaming lunatic white supremacist. You need to start treating the left the same way that they would treat you. And I don't want to hear this like, well, we need to rise up and be better. No, you don't. These people Mm -hmm. will literally destroy you. If you show any weakness and that's the difference. Conservatives are very charitable people. You'll be very nice to people who you politically disagree with. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you show any weakness, they will exploit that weakness. They will continually exploit that weakness. So this, I'll give them a little bit of a win. No, everything that they're saying is a lie. Yeah, it's a, it's a lie and it's a lie intentionally designed to manipulate you and other people in order to hurt you. Yeah. These people... Anything the liberals want should be viewed as something designed to hurt you somehow. They hate you and they want you dead. They hate our country and they want it destroyed. They hate our civilization and they want it ruined. Everything they want is a lie and it's all, and it all should be viewed as somehow negative. There's nothing that I don't want them to win on. Why would I want my enemy who has sworn that it wants to destroy everything I love, everything beautiful in the world, why would I want them to have any victory? Any victory for them is a is a, would is a defeat for me. 
any victory for them. They should not be allowed a single victory. They, they can't be reasoned with. They can't be bargained with. They can't. There's going to be no big coming together. The only thing that can happen is liberals can wake up to the illusion, free them, free themselves from it and join us. That is it is a one way street. There is no common ground to be had with us. The only ground is ours or theirs. Just, there is no common ground because there's no commonality. The entire di- the entire discourse has been set up to be us or them. And so you know that they will never budge an inch. And so we cannot allow ourselves to do it. Budging an inch towards the li- liberals is essentially admitting defeat. Mm-hmm. Well, and just understand, you, they... Like we talk about how much these people like how much the the left and the media lies about these like court cases. They lie about you, too. When when you when a liberal at work or somebody that, you know, in your neighborhood finds out that you're a conservative, they have basically created a dossier in their own head that has been built by Netflix and Hollywood. And, you know, dumbasses like uh, 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 like Joy Reid on MSNBC. Those, that yeah. is the dossier, regardless of any information, by the way, regardless of how well they know you as a person, they'll, I mean, let's just be honest. The reaction is like, if you're like, oh, no, actually, I'm a conservative. They're like, I, I voted for Trump. Their first thought is probably, wow, I didn't even know that guy was racist. You could, you could literally be like standing there with your eight black kids or your eight half black kids and your black wife. And they, wow, I didn't even know that guy was a racist. They would default to that because understand that for 30 years, the media has told everyone in America that conservatives are this fringe minority of evil Nazis. Yep. And so, you know, I'm, I'm using an actual example of a conversation I had with a friend where it was like, oh, I agreed that Kyle shouldn't have been there. Why? Why would you give that win to them? No, none of the rioters should have been there. Yeah. Why didn't you have that conversation? Why didn't you have the conversation about how all of those people weren't even from, well, okay, uh, Rosenbaum was because he was released from the psychiatric hospital there. But uh, uh, Grossenkutz or whatever his name is, the guy who had his uh, arm shot, mm. he came from like 50 miles away. Dude drove from Milwaukee. None of those rioters should have been there. People setting other people's property on fire do not belong in a city. Random kid is perfectly fine being in a city who would not have been doing anything. And that's the problem when you go, well, I'll agree. I don't think Kyle should have been there. You're basically saying, but the rioters, the rioters should have. Yeah, that's defeatist mentality. The correct response is Kyle should have been there. Not only Kyle should have been there, but his actions were absolutely justified and probably, and and honestly, the fact that he was handicapped by self-defense laws and couldn't just immediately start shooting the people burning down the town is a dis, is a damning indictment of modern America. The fact that more people like Kyle weren't there is the problem. Well, and that's what scares, that's what scares the hell out of the left so much is now that Kyle Rittenhouse has been found innocent, they're going to be far less likely to riot because now there's consequences. Disagree. No, well, I, I, but I mean, why, why is, why did they react so poorly to the idea of him being found innocent? Because it proved that their side was evil. Well, true enough. Because it proved that because it, it is a glaring example to every liberal out there that what they know deep down in their black little hearts is actually true, that they are the side of evil. They are the side of destruction and horror, and they are gleefully fostering it upon the rest of us. And we are and putting us in situations we are we are absolutely justified using force against them. And they At- know that is true. And the reason they reacted so negatively to the Kyle Rittenhouse case is because it put that on display for everyone to see this Essentially, innocent, good, 18-year-old kid was out there to protect something of value. And their side was there to burn it down and destroy it out of spite and anger over a lie. 
and then it turned out this way. And the reason they had to demonize Kyle and try and bury him and try and destroy him with the legal system was because they did not like that example being out there for everyone to see that because it proved that what they know to be true, that they're the evil bad guys is actually reality. And every liberal, every liberal knows that. But they disguise it with these platitudes with, oh, we're so nice. We're so loving. We only want anti-racist, beautiful, good, utopian things. They disguise it with utopian thinking, but at their heart of hearts, they know that their entire point in life is to tear down and destroy. Now, they say they're going to build something good afterwards, but they know that that their entire goal is to tear down and destroy. And they know that People hating them and wanting to defend themselves against it is a natural and justifiable thing. And that's why they are are trying as hard as possible to neuter the self-defense response that they know that they are triggering in everyone else. Right. No, and, and, and that's exactly it. And remember, all of that angry reaction against you like the the wanting wanting to hurt you burn things down wanting to wanting to basically oppress other people is solely because you won't let them get their way that's it right 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 they know that they have to hurt you they have to destroy our country they have to destroy our way of life they have to destroy our history they have to destroy the judicial system they have to destroy the economy they have to take control of everything and rework it into some new form they state that plainly and they know that that is absolutely something that we are totally justified to resist and and the fact that they know that we are justified to resist them they know that what they are doing is worthy of our self-defense response that is why they react so negatively when we exercise. That's why they try so hard to neuter the right to into not doing anything, to not taking action, to demonizing every attempt to walk back their their policies, to walk back their wins in the culture war, to walk back any of the things that they do to twist our society into some horrible new world order. The reason that they react so negatively is because they know that we are justified in doing that. They know that what they are doing is evil and aggressive. And because they know that, they get hyper aware when we start reacting to it because it puts the mirror on them and they hate what they see. Well, and to to make matters worse, you know, to that point, and and since, uh, you know, since we are, since we did hit on a little late, this is going to have to kind of be the, the final part of the program here is, you know, the part, the part that you touched on is they absolutely do want to change the justice system which is part of the reason why you cannot give them an inch because what was i think plain as day from the reactions to this case uh well from the lies at the beginning of the case from the reactions of this case the blatant violations of kyle rittenhouse's rights during the trial by the prosecution Mm -hmm. withholding evidence um, you know, going after him for using his fifth amendment. I mean, there were so many violations by this prosecution alone uh, to where, and they just didn't even care. Like people were seriously infuriated that there wasn't a mistrial and were lucky. The only thing that makes us lucky that there wasn't a mistrial was the fact that he was found, uh, found innocent. Um, mm-hmm. But to, to, to further that a little bit, they want the justice system to be the mainstream media. They want the justice system to be Twitter. Yeah. They they want con- they want everything to be controlled by them. They want every they want every outcome of everything to be the outcome they desire. It's the paradigm of ultimate control is what these people essentially serve. If you want a name for the new world order, that's a good one. It is about ultimate control where nothing can, is allowed to happen that is outside the bounds of what is preordained, of what is allowed. It is like people talk about freedom and liberty. The entire point of, let's say, Western civilization, if we want to call it that, the entire point is that people have freedom to achieve and be great and set themselves apart. The entire point of the left at its core is to destroy all the differences between people because if people have nothing to fight for, 
They'll have nothing to fight over. Everything will be this gray piece ruled over by ruled over by someone in order to, and keeping everything under control. It's all about keeping things under control so nothing bad can happen. All right. Well, that's going to be the final thought for the show to, uh, show tonight. Thanks, everybody, for coming in. We will have more for you next week. Uh, be sure to go over to subscribestar.com forward slash wrongthinkradio and join up there and help support the program. I'm Aaron from the East Coast. I'm Alan from the West Coast. And this is Wrong Think Radio. Wrong Think Radio.